Welcome to The Web We Weave, a podcast created by us, students in David Morgan's new media writing class at Emory University. Each week this semester, we will explore the emerging set of protocols and cultural practices that have evolved around new technologies. How big is this new media universe? What are its limits? Who participates in it and why? How does it spread, converge, and form and obscure? And is it really all that different from the old media that has been tossed aside? In this postmodern, post-structuralist, post-truth period, many critics have resisted grand narratives or stable definitions in response to such questions. So each week, we will examine one publication that seems to be doing something interesting. Over the course of these 16 episodes, we hope to untangle the narratives a bit and decide where we are now. Hello, welcome to The Web We Weave. My name is Shemlin Afish. And I'm Daniel Park. And we're here to talk to you about 350.org. So, Shemi, for those of us who may not know, what is 350.org? So, um, 350.org is actually a website I just found out about. I think it's so cool. Um, Basically, I was meeting with someone and I asked them, I said, what's your most favorite form of information how do you gain your information sure and i asked this question to that person because they are highly involved in uh community development things like that and i want to know how do they access their information and um i was like oh do you use facebook he was like no like and then I, uh he said 350.org so naturally i looked into it and um so i was like oh who's behind it and I thought that was interesting because even if you try to figure out who exactly is behind the website, you just find that his name isn't that attached to it. And I thought that was interesting. So um, the guy's name is Bill McGiven, but he's actually responsible for working with a cohort of authors um, that, you know, they were basically university friends, according to the website. Um, so tell me, how does 350.org apply as new media? So, uh, what I like about 3... Well, now you to start from there. But 350.org applies to new media because traditionally, a lot of ecology information or pretty much any information relating to the climate or environmental awareness or consciousness, even in an information form, would only be presented in textbooks, almanacs, and geography, uh, you know... Maybe like even the weather atlases. Or, there you go. Perfect yeah. word. Um, and the problem with that is, it's you know, no, there's no problem, but it's what, just a mm-hmm. source of information that's really not used very often anymore. There you go. Yeah, it's common knowledge by now. And so, what three fifty dot org does is, uh, what they do is they take all this information and they just make it so concise, brief, and they have focus initiatives. And that makes it a lot more approachable by the masses. And I, that's their goal. Um, and I can actually pull up some of their tenants that they have. I think there are three on their ma- uh, main website, I which I thought were very interesting. And um, so they're actually called principles. And one principle is we believe in climate justice. Um, and they talk about focusing on leadership and then they focus on those initiatives and how they impact um, the world by focusing on protecting indigenous land, 
um, protecting the water, like underwater territory, as well as like deterring society from fossil fuel extraction. Um, so it's in specific, specifically focused initiative about the climate. And then the second principle is we're stronger when we collaborate. So you could uh, basically say that this principle is about bringing people together, which they actually say explicitly, but they don't want to make it exclusive or elitist or, you know, focus on just one specific category of society. They want to make sure that this information is approachable, attainable, and, you know, a able to be discussed by everyone. And I think that's interesting because you can take a, you know, extensive class or a highly involved workshop on things like this, but if you look at their website, it's all uh, concisely printed and, you know, modified for your common viewer or reader, and I think that's good. And then they also offer video formats. I think the most interesting principle uh, that they lead up to is mass mo mobilizations make change. So instead of just, you know, um, focusing on maybe a more elitist writing source of information, like maybe uh, similar to the way think, think tanks operate, they promote community involvement and activism and people that appreciate the ideologies of 350.org and um, progression towards uh, climate change. They promote involvement in government political structures and they advocate to make uh, conscious decisions and do uh, leadership activities. So it's a uh, all-encompassing type of motto to encourage the leaders to, um, you know, share the information they have and rally others to join. Right. How 350.org got its start? So, uh, like most great things, 350.org was, you know, created by a group of college friends, university friends, and I believe that they all just had a common uh, interest in global warming, and uh, one of the lead authors who was most responsible for actually leading the establishment of 350.org, Bill McGibbon, he wrote one of the first books on global warming for the general public. Um, so that goes back to uh, the aspect of what we were talking about with the forms of traditional media, if you will. So the text and the, you know, large, thick books that may not be as approachable today. Like, you know, I want to spend more time reading, but, you know, with your day, you don't have that much time. So you probably go to quick little pieces or podcasts or videos. Um, so I think that it's great that they had the initiative to establish that type of uh, disposition to present information. And it, according to the website on the history page, um, it says, we started organizing in 2008. We saw climate change as the most important issue facing humanity. But climate action was mirrored in politics and all but stalled. So I think that's interesting because we're in the same situation years later. Um, so it, it could be a less tantalizing forum for critiques on 
you know, uh, climate change initiatives, but it's more so like a starter pack on how to go about and activate like in your society as a climate change, you know, uh, activist. And so one interesting aspect, or actually two, um, I thought it would be great to include kind of the analytical aspect of why these, uh, why 350.org forms as a, or functions as new media. Um, So basically, there are two specific analytical terms we, you know, have chosen to go by and basically um, distributed cognition and then collective intelligence. So basically, with the distributed cognition that's defined as a branch of cognitive science that proposes cognition and knowledge are not confined to an individual. Rather, it is distributed across objects, individuals, artifacts, and tools in the environment. So, this is an exact form of distributed cognition, 350.org encompasses these concepts. And that makes it so great because it sounds like such a complex, you know, term, but when you think about it applied, this is the most simple thing in the world. Mm. Um, So I thought that was interesting. And then there's um, collective intelligence, um, collective intelligence, which is shared or group intelligence that emerges from the collaboration collective efforts and competition of many individuals and appears in consistent decision making. And this goes back actually to the authors and Bill um, working together to produce this initiative and making sure that the website, like that takes a lot of great leadership because you have all this inside knowledge that you just want to share to the world. And then you realize the only way we can do this is by making this simple, beautiful, aesthetically appealing and encouraging website where we use all these forms of new media, uh, short scripted text, um, easy to read fonts with color incorporation and video. And then even if you go a little further in the resources section, it's not like you just are limited. You go to the page and you read and that's it. You actually have um, a tab that says tools for organizers, facilitators, and trainers. So it's really all about building leadership to encompass these ideas and create leaders that understand uh, the initiative 350.org and what it stands for and, you know, climate change awareness and the environment. So I think that's really interesting. So uh, tell us, how does three, so tell us, um, how does new media give 350.org the edge that it does? So um, it's, it's, that's a great question. Referring back to what I said about the resources for building, you know, leaders, the tools to building skills, that's very important because all of their tools are free. And if you go online, they're so easy to read. You don't scroll for too long looking at the directions or the notes they give you, the bullet points. And not only that, but you can embed the information onto another website it's written in code source and it's like okay well you know if i had a blog i could just put this on my page and it's no issue it's not like i'm linking to another page or like i'm uh, co- uh copy and in- infringing upon like another website it's so inclusive and that really creates this like innovation aspect almost because 
when you open source technology, it's inspirational. It makes it a lot more admirable because it makes it seem as though seem as though um, it's something that's attainable, and I can also do this and carry out this initiative. And I think that's very important. Um, so just looking at the way they market what they call it's actually called trainings, and then they would list it uh, listed as topics, and they use a bunch of really easy to read colors like it's a white background with a shade of blue box with like some courier new and uh, maybe some aerial it's it's really cool um and so if you keep going i'm just going to close out with this but if you keep going you'll see that they listed as actions base building elicit elicitive tools um evaluation and then facilitation organizing strategy team building so I like I'm sure this would be a great way to teach pretty much your average student all of these skill building and community building involvements that really just help make them another productive citizen of society so it's amazing awesome thank you Daniel of course and thank you for informing us about 350.org thank you so much this was great yeah and we're out Ooh.